Thanks for listening to the Cornerstone Church podcast. Uh, we're here again for another look at Galatians chapter 5, and we're going to think about another aspect of the fruit of the Spirit today. Mm. I'm here with Pete and Ben. Hello. Hello. And so far we have done an introduction to the fruit of the Spirit, which, which would be worth listening to if you haven't already, and we've had a think about love and joy, and we're back in Galatians 5 to think about the fruit of the fruit of peace. So uh, welcome. It's good to have you listening. There are lots of other uh, resources on our website that you can uh, access and uh, listen to. But we're, as I say, we're, we're on peace today. So um, sh- should we read it again? Yep. So Galatians 5 um, verse 22, he's talked about uh, the conflict between the old nature and the spirit nature mm. that's going on. He's listed a whole load of horrible things that the sinful nature's Uh, go on about um, and then he does the fruit and he says but the fruit of the spirit is and it it seems to be a single fruit doesn't it Uh, but the Mm. fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control against such things there is no law those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires since we live or since We've been made alive since we've been born again by the Spirit. Let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not uh, become conceited, provoking and envying each other. So, you know, the whole thing, this is, you know, Christianity is a spiritual thing. We are born again. We have a new nature. And it's that new nature we're wanting to to, um, uh, keep, paying attention to mm. and giving our efforts to so it's not it's not that you have a new nature and you do nothing there's got to be growth there's got to be commitment to this mm. but the spirit will grow these things these aren't natural uh things mm. uh but this is a spirit growing these in us mm. um and we've got to be keeping in step with his 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 line isn't it that's what we've been seeing and it's peace yeah and and, and just to just to spring off that point you know when we come to peace i think i think there's a big um not movement as such but the, the idea of trying to practice mindfulness and discover inner peace mm-hmm. in our culture um at the moment is quite a big deal there's all kinds of clubs you can join and uh meditation uh practices you can adopt and things to help you because i think lots of people recognize that there is a restlessness about their lives and that they feel like they're on the treadmill all the time with juggling life responsibilities and work and stuff and just being able to escape and and try to find peace within yourself is quite is quite a popular thing at the moment um and yet and yet the trouble with it is that it's looking it's looking inside to discover a sense of inner peace um which which you know, can be achieved in in some way because it helps you to just check out of the things of the day. But actually, this is this is a supernatural mm. gift, yeah. isn't it? This is mm. the kind of peace that, no matter how restless your life is, you actually basically know you're in the right place. You're doing the right thing. You're connected to the God who made mm. you, and uh, He kind of imparts it as a gift mm. and a, a settled and grows peace. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, there's a sorry. Well, there's a. Sorry, just a, there's a TV program um, which I, I really enjoy. I've forgotten what it's called, but um, it's this bloke who goes to investigate people that have given up the rat race, as they call mm. it, and they've gone and found uh, mm. you know a tiny little island where they're on their own or they live out with yeah. just their wife uh, in a desert or something. Mm. This is an interesting program, yeah. and they, they're they're all saying they're fed up with. 
uh, city life. You know, they've been top of the, their careers. And, yeah. Uh, they just need to get away to get some sort of clearing of their head, and you mm. sort of understand yeah. that, don't you? Yeah. yeah. But this is, this is much more. Um, yeah. th- so it's interesting, isn't it? Because uh, we'll probably come on to that verse. But Paul talks about that you can have this peace that surpasses understanding, mm. uh, and you can sort of understand someone. Mm out of the rat race, on the beach, sitting in the deck chair, licking their ice cream, watching the, the, the waves come in Lapping and out. In and out. Yeah. Uh, that's an understanding. But this is a, this is a piece that, that mm. Paul talks about mm. that passes understanding. In other words, um, it's a piece when everything around is war yeah. and there's violence around and you're yeah. in this. Yeah. War, but there's a, there's, there genuinely is yes. a piece. And yeah. it, ha- it has to be more than that because the reality is most people in the world mm. cannot afford just to jet off to the countryside or to the no. sea and have a log cabin and yeah. uh, sit and find peace. So yeah. they, no, they, they have to have done be, the rat race in order to go and to, have to, to afford you have to be yeah. out of peace exactly. in order to... And, and yeah. so this, there, there must be something more to it than just being in nature. This, this has to be a gift that could be found and enjoyed in whatever situation you find yourself in. Yeah. And, I, and I, think that, I, think, I think the trouble is, you know, we we can escape the rat race in the city, but we can't escape ourselves. I think yeah. that's the problem. Mm. And in the end, I could be in the calmest place on earth, but there will be a restlessness caused by my sin yeah. and my idolatry. And yeah. even if it, for a while, provides some escape, I'm you know, unless my heart is put right, I will find myself longing for something else. There mm. will be something more I need. I'll, I'll that relationship that I've. Got will begin to break down. Yeah. Right? You know, there'll be a rest because it's caused by sin. It's not just an environment problem. Mm. It's a sin problem. That's that's what makes us restless, and that's what we need dealing with. Just to say, we're at the hub, and uh, and it's lovely being here. But it's bi- you know, there's lots of stuff. There's a Monday tots going on. So if you hear any noise in the background, that's that's what it is. But yeah, there'll be sorry. certainly a lack of peace in, 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 <laughs> in the, the yeah. playgroup, won't there? But I think that I think what you're saying there, Tom, is it's the missing piece of the puzzle for people who aren't Christians because. They think that there's an internal balance you can have. And if you feel out of peace, it's because internally something's out of balance. And that's sort of how people talk, isn't it? Like, I'm, oh, I'm a bit out of balance. But if I go to the log cabin, if I go and sit by the shore, I will find my balance again. And then I'll be at peace. But the missing piece of that puzzle is that it's not just an internal imbalance. But we are imbalanced um, with the living God because we are at sin. Uh, we, we are sinful. I um, don't know if we'll come on to this, but Colossians chapter 1 says, Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. So the scriptures tell us that we were at war with God. We're his enemy. So the imbalance is less with ourselves as it is with God. Um, and so no matter how peaceful, you know, as you, it's just as you were saying, no matter how m- many hours you spend by the lapping shore, you can find peace internally, but you won't fix that problem no. with God. Um, and therefore, you, you, as you said, you will find, you will, actually, there's a film um, called Into the Wild, which yeah, I don't yeah. know if you've seen, yeah, but... Yeah, it's great. Is that the bloke who dies in the... Yeah. To Alaska. Uh, so uh, yeah. he, so it's very interesting it's to watch tragic. that film. It yeah, is absolutely it is. tragic because yeah. he misdiagnoses the problem. Yeah. He thinks that society and sort of like human culture and civilization is the issue in yeah. himself. And he, mm. he feels a dis, sort of discontent with, with that sort of thing and so he he goes off into the wild and finds himself in the wilderness of alaska and he he for a while he's happy but what actually happens is he begins cultivating the land and drawing lines in in the soil 
and he's kind of brings society to where he is which is interesting so society isn't the issue um and he ultimately isn't even happy there but he never the tragedy the tragedy is yeah it's in a bus by himself and and he it's interesting because he reflects and he actually the best memories he has are with people and with society so so he went out into the wilds to try and find peace and when he found the peace he didn't find what he was looking for it is and you know he i think he says certainly in the film that you know you can't love is missing like you, you you if you go away by yourself yeah with no one to love and no one to love you, you don't. You, there is no peace because you're not made for that. Mm. Like, and so it's, it's not really that. human, is it? No, no. That's that's no. you know. An, you get animals that are lone animals. Yeah, but we're not lone animals. No, no. Yeah. no we're made to love and to be loved. And uh, it, well, I mean, yeah. the, you know, the the famous reformer Martin Martin Luther. Sort of when we're talking about sort of peace with God, he went become a monk and yeah, you know, shut himself in 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 his little cells mm. and 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 then tried to. And he had this unease and no peace with God and, yeah. and yeah. was trying to sort of buy God's peace, as it were. And then he went more and more extreme, you know, sleeping <laughs> naked on the on the floor and uh, yeah. then walking, uh, you know, going to Rome and walking up the steps of Jesus, whatever they are, mm. on his knees. And, uh, you know, all of that stuff, doing, doing, doing to try mm. to find peace with God. And, uh, I mean, that's right. We do need to find peace with God. Yeah. But it's the opposite way round. God comes and finds peace with us. Yeah. 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 So, th- so the, the Old Testament word for for peace is is shalom. Mm. Uh, the New Testament word is is like Irene or something, isn't it? The Greek word, and mm. it's basically the same thing. Mm. But it means much more than um, tranquility. Tra- I think tranquility is a false version of peace. Yeah. It 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 means much more than ceasefire. Mm. Um, so you could say, you know, at the mo- at the moment of, uh, you know, Russia is invading Ukraine. Uh, if 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 Russia stopped firing, mm. you could say it's peace. Mm. But that isn't how the Bible uses peace. No. That's a ceasefire. Mm. So there's a difference between ceasefire and real peace. So peace in the Bible, shalom, Irene, is is um, reconciliation, mm. but not just reconciliation, enjoying. Uh, so I can have peace with my neighbour because I never see some yeah, of them. Yeah, that's not peace. That's just ceasefire. Yeah, yeah. But this is now not just reconciliation between us and God. This is actually enjoying and longing for each other's company, mm. and that's the shalom that God wants with us, and that's what's missing in us. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the the sort of meta narrative of the whole Bible, isn't it? Um, you start in the garden, and there's peace, and there's rest, and God rests, and there's shalom, and it's. And, it's, and and people are blessed and they're a blessing to the world that's the that's the commandment you know be fruitful multiply um all nations will be blessed through that's there's because of rest because of shalom and then the shalom is broken uh and then at various times in scripture god's presence rests and there's a time of blessing and it's people genuinely at peace um but that never never works and then we get to jesus and he says come to me all you who are weary and i will give you rest like that sort of shalom kind of word uh and that's so that's the shape of all of the bible isn't it it's trying to get back to yeah to, to well, shalom when christ comes and the birth and the angel is saying yeah. you know there's peace, peace on earth, on earth. Isn't it? yeah 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 and it's uh it's it's interesting uh, i mean just just, just just sorry just yeah, to say yeah, that yeah. that's yeah. not saying that all of the wars are going to cease no that's no. saying that on this war-torn 
broken, sinful, you know, yep. uh, violent world, yep. you can have peace on earth yep. because you're right with God because yes. Jesus has come. Yeah. Which is the, yeah, absolutely. Because people get Christmas wrong, don't they? Yeah, they yeah, all yeah. hear all this stuff about Christmas. Yep. The Prince of Peace has come. Well, why isn't there peace? Yep. We've had 2,000 years of wars yes. and now we've got another one, yep. uh, you know, bubbling up and maybe a third yep. world war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And behind all of that language of peace with God and reconciliation with God is the, is the, is the beginning truth, which is that, as, as you're saying, when it's broken, mm. from then on, by nature, we are all born um, as, as rebels to the true God who want to wage war on his authority. Mm. Um, now, that can be difficult for people who are new to the Christian faith to understand because um, most, of the, most, most people don't consciously wake up and think, I'm going to... I'm going to fire my missiles at god today they they just kind of lit they just kind of live mm. um and yet the bible paints this picture of a sovereign god who rightfully owns this whole universe it all belongs to him and every person is his creation and he has the right to rule and reign over his creation as the sovereign king and this is his territory that mm. we live in and instead of submitting to him as the rightful king, we try to put our own flag in the ground and say, I'm going to live by my rules and I'm not really interested in how you want me to live in your world. And mm. that is an expression of hostility. That's, yeah. that's like having someone living in your house, yeah. you know, who um, they live in your house, they enjoy your stuff and they, they don't give a rap about your rules. Mm. They don't want to know what you're like. They mm. don't care what you want in your house. Mm. And... So although they might not be consciously thinking, how can I attack God today? Yeah. Just that default position is a declaration of war yeah. against yeah. him. And we're yeah. all like that by yeah. nature. Well, at the moment, um, I have a rat in my house. Right. It's, it's upstairs in the loft. And he's just... And, uh, There's no shalom in the house. It's just getting on. It's just getting on with its life. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not it's not trying to have a go at me, mm. but it's gnawing into things that I don't want it to gnaw in. Yeah. It's pooing and weeing in places I don't want it to poo and wee, yeah. and making its nest. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so there's war now. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't know there's war. Yeah. I know there's war. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's a bit like that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And a teenager who's sort of stroppy and runs upstairs and slams the door shut of their bedroom even though they're not shouting at you in that moment. There's enmity, isn't there? Mm. There's a sort of brokenness in the family. Mm. Um, that you know They want their own patch of land, which is their bedroom, and want to have reign over that area. But, mm. but there's no family connection. Mm. And that's sort of what we're like with God, isn't it? Yeah. We've, we've slammed the door and said, well, I want my bedroom space. You can't come in here. And we're like, well, who pays for that bedroom space? Mm. Yeah. Who built the house? Yeah. Yeah. And then that, that spills out to everyone, doesn't it? Yeah. Because if... if I'm going to be God and you're God and he's God and she's God and, yeah. you know, they're God, yeah. then uh, it's okay yeah. until we meet. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's the classic picture is in the yeah. car, isn't it? Yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> because in the car, you're in your own little personal space, yeah. your bubble going along, and it's okay. Yeah. Everything's okay until another bubble comes along and, yeah. and does what you don't want it to do. Yeah. Then, then you see that, and that's what that's what it's all mm. about, isn't mm. it? It's I'm God, you're God. Yeah. It's okay until yeah. God's clash. I thought you were going to say that <laughs> when a family that's at war with each other in different bedrooms comes into one in the same <laughs> yeah. car, like why do most arguments happen on the way to church in the car? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. because suddenly you're all in the same bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, and I mean, and and so really, in order to enjoy this peace, we we have to have that 
rebellious instinct in us um, dealt with, don't mm. we? And that swings back to what we were talking about. Well, you go back to the Garden um, of Eden when when they broke with God, they break with each other, mm. Adam and Eve. They break with the environment. That's mm. all. Goes. It was all the same. That's what sin does. Yeah. There's no peace in the mm. environment, and 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 they break themselves. Mm. So there's no peace within the psychological breakage isn't mm. it we're torn aren't we mm. we are mm. torn inside mm. and mm. broken and uh it, you, you know it you, you can go on a mountain can't you and see a beautiful scenery and it's just luscious and gorgeous but um there's a brokenness mm. inside that makes you not enjoy it as much as you should mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well and here's i mean here's how here's how paul uses it else this is romans 5 yeah therefore since we have been justified through faith we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, and that's how this fits into Galatians as well. This fruit of peace yep. um, can only be one for us mm. through, through the Lord Jesus. So yep. it's him who goes to the cross and, and takes our war against God upon himself. And that when we trust in him, we're justified of all of our sins. And the fruit of that is peace with God because we know like we've laid down our weapons you know he's dealt with our sin we can now enjoy him and um and 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 that's you know that will work itself out not just in how we relate to god but how we relate to other people as well and that's yeah you know it's and, interesting, and ourselves yeah yes yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean uh, sorry i was just looking at this verse here in in psalm 86 uh, where the writer says uh, teach me your way O lord and i will walk in your truth and then this is really interesting Give me an undivided heart yeah. mm. that I may fear your name. That's mm. interesting, isn't it? So, so there's peace in mm. this divided heart that comes through Christ. And it comes through fearing his name, understanding who he is. Mm. Again, it's always relation, related back to God mm. so that I can then have an undivided heart. Mm. I mean, how many people have di- divided hearts today? Mm. Like this whole... You know, you've got this whole transgender thing going on. You've got all these mental illnesses yeah. that every young person seems to have. Yeah. There's divided hearts and minds everywhere, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and no, no peace within. And it, and it's interesting that this peace. You know, if you look at, well, I don't think we, I don't think we read it today, but if you look back at the the acts of the sinful nature, the fruit of peace is the answer to all of them. Yeah. You know, so they're obvious. Sexual immorality. Well, what is sexual immorality? It's it's coveting. an illicit pleasure which Mm. I think God ought to be giving me but isn't and therefore I need to access it in a moral ways and if I get it then there'll be peace there'll be fulfillment and Mm. and so it's not it's not being happy to enjoy sex within the boundaries God has set it's coveting outside of what but peace when you're at peace you think well you know um, I've got the peace of God in me I can be satisfied with what he's given me I can enjoy what he's given me to enjoy things in the proper place and i don't have to cover it because i've got you know yeah. i've got the great mm. treasure i've got mm. the i've got christ you know and all this other you know dissensions right um factions i mean that's war language isn't it yeah Church, hatred yeah. yeah jealousy <laughs> i mean yeah, yeah. Um, selfish ambition mm. yeah Rep- yeah yeah it's amazing the um fits of rage <laughs> The, the peace talks that happen between nations at the moment often require a mediator, don't they? Like mm. someone, because if, if that's what we're like, if if we are those things, there's nothing in us naturally that would be at peace with God. Um, so we have to have a mediator that comes between us and 
sort of someone in neutral ground that brings us both together. Mm. Um, and uh, it makes me think of this this passage in Job um, where he says, he's talking about God, he says, he's not a mere mortal like me that I might answer him, that we might confront each other in court. I mean, if we are debaucherous, how on earth can we come before God and hold out a hand and say, well, you have me back? Mm. Um, but then he says, if only there was someone to mediate between us, someone to bring us together, someone to remove God's rod from me so that his terror would frighten me no more, then I would speak up without fear of him. Um, it's amazing that he, he longs for that mediator. Mm. I think in, in another translation, it says someone to lay a hand on us both, you know, reach out a hand, put it on him, reach out a hand and put it on us, mm. connect us again. Mm. Um, because it's never going to come from us, is it? This, why, why on earth would God ever? Um, and so he's longing for Jesus really, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. He's longing for this yeah. one that, it is going to come and make peace between us. It's, it's all through Christ. This is only that all of these fruits are only through Christ. Mm. I mean, it's interesting, you know, as, as you were talking there, I was thinking about, you know, one of the big lies of the Old Testament that the false prophets would say is peace, peace, when there is no peace. Yeah. yeah. Uh, these people bind my wound as their wounds as though it were not serious. Mm. And that, you know, that is just a great, summary of um false prophecy is yep. it that god is sin is not serious god is not angry you can do whatever you like you are at peace with him he's not interested he doesn't care yeah peace peace when there is no peace there isn't peace you know we're we're at war with god and he's at war with us because yeah. of our sin and the lie is you can have peace it's all right yeah, yeah. it's okay don't worry about it yeah you know, there's peace there's peace yeah. between you and god and others yeah but but also not not dealing with the issue, so you you tend to if if if, if you you two brothers are arguing, mm. you know the parent tends to come in and says just stop that now and uh, get get on with life, mm. but actually there's a difference, isn't there, with us and God because of sin, mm. so that has to be dealt with. So it's not yep. just God saying, okay, look, um, stop it now. Uh, you know uh, he, he he has to. That, that that sin has to be dealt with, mm -hmm. otherwise the universe is, you know, the new creation is never going to be a new creation. No, and uh, you you were in Colossians, and uh, you know it, it it says this: for God was pleased to have all His fullness dwell in Him. That's in in Christ. Mm -hmm. That's who Christ is. The fullness of God. The fullness of God in in Christ. Yeah, yeah, and through Him to reconcile. So there's that word um, to Himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven. By making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Now that seems to me to be really important, isn't it? Mm. So it's not just God saying, okay, let's cool down. Uh, I, 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 I'll, I'll just forgive you. Yeah. That's, that's not the God of the Bible. He's saying, no, no, no. Mm. We have to deal with the real thing that's caused this war. We have to we have to seriously be reconciled, mm -hmm. and it's not just papering the cracks over here mm. and pretending we're all okay. We have to deal with the heart of the problem, which mm. is sin. And the only way we're dealing with that is that God becomes a man and dies on that cross. Mm. That is that's the thing, isn't it? Mm. That's where peace is. Yeah. So we don't just say, "God, can I have peace with you?" Oh, God, I'm sorry. Yeah. We can't just say, "God, I'm sorry." That's not enough. Yeah, it's it's that God has to mm. deal with this issue. Isn't mm. it? Mm. I was I was preaching on blessed are the peacemakers, which is something Jesus says in Matthew chapter five, in the Sermon on the Mount. 
And I was trying to, in that sermon, it was quite, it's quite a hard thing to do, but I was trying to get across that when Jesus is blessed are the peacemakers, he's not just interested in the Nobel Peace Prize, is he? Because that's not really going to solve the issue. No. The issue is we're at war with God, and the solution to that is the blood of Christ. Yeah. And so when he says blessed are the peacemakers, I think he's saying blessed are those who preach me, yes. isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Blessed are those yeah, who yeah. who apply the blood of Christ to people. Um, not sort of like through a vicar way, but in a blessed are those who preaching get, it, yeah. yeah, preaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blessed Come are to Christ. Blessed, Christ. blessed yeah. are the preachers in another way. Blessed yeah. are those who call people to me, because there is no peace without Christ. So, so therefore, we're not just here to be nice people in our community and to do food banks and to, you know, all of that sort of stuff. We we're primarily. The way we make peace primarily is by bringing people into relationship with God yeah. through through the Lord and Jesus that's Christ. That's why those things have no teeth. Yeah, that you know, it's, it's all great. Food banks. Obviously, yeah, yeah. we want to do that. Yeah, um, but you you find that the message of those religious people that just go on that mm. that has no teeth because it doesn't deal with the real issue. Yeah, because you can feed our stomach on the way to hell. Yeah. And we don't want people we want people to be hungry that they might come to Christ. Yeah. Not be satisfied so they think they don't need him. Mm. Um I mean Colossians again it's interesting because it's just how much it goes for for the cross because once you were alienated from God so okay not at peace and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. So yep. we've got minds, evil behavior, alienated from God. But now he has reconciled you, made you peace, um, by Christ's physical body. It's interesting he says that, mm. isn't it? By his physical body, through death, to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. Mm. So it's dealing, again, mm. with that issue, yep. isn't it? Yep. And you, you can't have peace until that issue is dealt with. No, well, yeah. that physical body is very interesting because, you know, it even it wouldn't even be enough for God to declare That's what I mean, that yeah. we're at peace with him. It yeah. has to be on the basis of sacrifice, doesn't yes. it? It has to be a physical, you know, in the flesh offering mm -hmm. for sin mm -hmm. in order for it to be Which one is for us. utter and grace. Yeah. Because we've declared war on him. Yeah. And he's now saying, okay, the only way to sort this out is is I come in the flesh mm. and die. Yeah. It's extraordinary. It's the only way to sort it out and we survive somehow. Yeah. Because mm. it would be right and legitimate for God to punish to us, and, us and for us to take the penalty and, and to die. And then he'd be like, right, that's it. Humanity dealt with, done. Mm. Yeah. But we wouldn't come out the other side of that. Um, so in order to do that, the only other way is for him to create a, 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 um, a last Adam, <laughs> a second man, to, to bear the weight of the first man um yeah uh yeah in our place mm. so, so and and and, that, and, that, and once you've got that that root of unpeace <laughs> sin dealt with then we're at peace with god yeah. and then we can start knowing the peace of god yeah. Yeah. yeah well i was just thinking about that so we i mean this is one of i mean this is um i guess has been a favorite verse of christians for for years this is philippians philippians 4 6 isn't it do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your requests to god and the peace of god which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in christ jesus mm. um Brilliant. what does that mean do you think it transcends all understanding well i think that i was saying it before i think yeah. that's uh, um the 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 the, the, the fact that that people, the world can be against you, mm -hmm. 
like like Christ said, because Christ said, "Peace I leave with you." He yes. says, "I'm going to yeah. leave you disciples peace, yeah. Yeah. but the world will hate you." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think you can be in the midst of trials, and, and we've been seeing this in in our One Peter series. Mm. You can be in the midst of trials and temptations and mm. difficulties. Mm. But you are at peace with God because of what Christ has done, and you can know the peace of God mm. because of what Christ has mm. done mm. in that in that situation. Mm. Yeah. So that's helpful, isn't it? It transcends understanding in the sense that even if all your earthly circumstances, you would look at those and think, "Well, there's no way that person should be at peace." Yeah, that because that that won't fit. That won't be a peaceful life. Actually, we can enjoy that even in suffering and hardship. Mm. Even when our circumstances don't fit a peaceful existence, yeah, because it's because it's we've cast our anxieties yes. to God, and God has in Christ again, isn't it? Yeah, in, or we know, can't afford to go off and live on our own yeah. in some island. Yeah, yeah. And it's just interesting the start of that. I mean, I just my eyes just flicked to it there. How important this is to preserve in the church, not not just for our own. You know, I plead. This is Paul says, I plead with you, Odia, and I plead with Syntyche mm. to agree with each other in the Lord. <laughs> you know, but you know, don't. Yep. Come on, you know, um, this is something we've got in Christ. Let's not let's not say something different by how we treat each other because yes. it won't it won't look very good to the world if they see you two just falling out and you lot gossiping about each other. You know, we've got a peace message, but if the church is against each other, it yep. we're we're all we're all a, all out of sorts, aren't yeah. we? We're preaching something that we're not enjoying. You well, know. the church is the place where we ought to have peace, because uh, at another time Jesus says, I've come to turn a father against his son, you know, a brother against a brother. Um, he doesn't mean within the church, does he? He means, no. he means those he's calling out of the world. Um, you know, who they are those who do, who, who are my brothers and my sisters and my mothers, those who do the will of God? Mm. Um, so that's the church. Uh, so there's a new family which we have to be at peace with and have unity of mind with. Um, well, Colossians 3.15 says, yeah. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, mm. since as members of one body you were called to peace. Yeah. And then he says, and be thankful. Right. It's quite interesting, isn't it? Mm. So, again, it's not just that ceasefire in the church. There's an absolute thankfulness for the people in the church. Really, yeah. and, and maybe uh, we ought to be thanking God more than sort of grumbling on about, yeah. people and how they annoy us it is amazing because we we on the elders retreat we did prayed for people in our church didn't we yeah. we had a whole list of every member yeah. alphabetical and it was just a joy actually and as you start praying for people you think all the things that they do for the church and you comes to your mind and suddenly you're like well, flipping it we've you know there's so much to be thankful for for this family mm. um and i think thankfulness then sort of begets unity doesn't it yeah, and, and you peace, and it? peace yeah yeah so the, the active like discipline of being thankful and calling to mind things then mm. fosters and cultivates unity and peacefulness i think mm. yeah it's a good practice it is yeah what do what sorry it's probably going back a bit but there's this quote from epicurus mm. who was a stoic mm. did you do you want me to Read that out. Or <laughs> yeah, we, we can do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is sort of not peace, isn't it? Mm. Although it's this is what people think peace is. Mm. Uh, the sort of Buddhist idea of peace where you mm. basically are indifferent to everything. Right. Yeah. Uh, so this is what Epicurus said. And um, begin... <laughs> I, th I do find it quite funny, actually. I don't know. <laughs> uh, begin with a cup. I just imagine waking up in the morning. Beginning, begin with a cup or a household utensil. If it breaks, say, I don't care. 
Go on to your horse <laughs> or a pet dog. If anything happens to it, say, I don't care. Go on to yourself, and if, it, if you're hurt or injured in any way, say, I don't care. And if you go on long enough, and if you try hard enough, you'll come to a state when you can see your nearest and dearest suffer and die and say, I don't care. Um, now, it's true that the word don't care might be not a great translation, but the, the, the point is I've got to be indifferent to mm. suffering. Mm. That's the thing. Mm. And when I've learned complete indifference to suffering, then I'll be have this tranquil state. Mm. That is not the piece we're talking about here, no. is it? No. no. That's a Buddhist kind of extinguish the suffering to find peace. Yeah. Which is totally the opposite or of this. Or pretend there isn't suffering. Yeah. yeah. Which is exactly what Jesus, uh, the, the yeah. God doesn't do in Jesus. He yeah. says, no, this is why the suffering is yeah, sin. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know they, they were big on this idea of premeditating the worst so that instead of expecting life to always deal you a good hand, why would you expect that? You know, why wouldn't you prepare for the very worst hand mm. and to sort of consciously think about it happening so that when it does, you won't be rocked by it? Like and there's something there's something good in that. Um, that stoicism. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But the but uh, this idea of not caring, you know, because it's and being indifferent to it is not only unrealistic; it's just impossible, really, and, and inhuman. Because Christ, as you say, you know, He gives us, you know, John eleven, you know, He gives us everything, doesn't it? You've mm. got this, you know, He's at the tomb of Lazarus and He weeps. You know, He's not mm. indifferent. You know, the God Man sheds tears yep. when He deals with the death of a friend. That couldn't be called indifference or not caring. He does care. Um, and yet the peace is that he can bring resurrection life, can't he? That, yeah. That's where the shalom comes from, yeah. is that the grief is real, but it won't have the last word. Resurrection will have the last word. And, and therefore, I can. that's what a true human is like, I think, isn't it? It's, um, it's real grief, but not hopeless grief because mm. uh, of, of resurrection. Mm. Um, and the way that Jesus cares... Uh, works itself out in, in lots of ways. And there's this, there's this part in Matthew chapter 23 where there are seven woes on the teacher of the law. So it's funny because you, you think of Jesus meek and mild, he's just here and he's got his, you know, he's doing the blessing or whatever with his hands and he just wants to bless and bless and bless. But if he really cares, and often the way, the way to peace, real peace with someone is to point out their sin. So to say woe to you, which doesn't feel like a particularly peaceful mm thing to say but yeah. in order to achieve real peace you have to, to illuminate yeah, yeah. the woeness of someone <laughs> mm. and it's almost apocalyptic it's like isn't a surgeon it? isn't it yes you have to cut deep the cancer you can't just uh, faff around with a plaster on the top of a yeah. boil yeah yeah so what yeah so if, i mean if buddha approached the tomb he wouldn't do anything but jesus approaches and weeps mm. and he weeps over jerusalem mm. doesn't he um and he says woe to you um because he really cares. He wants that peace. He doesn't just want to... And so we we ought to not shy away in our preaching and on our leading of churches from saying woe sometimes and yeah, yeah. weeping over the sin, being really moved by it, because then you acknowledge there is no peace mm. and we desperately want peace. Mm. So come to Christ who is the Prince of Peace. Mm. 
Well, that's good stuff, isn't it? Good stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, so, fruit well, so of the spirit. We need to be asking the Lord to to cultivate it, cultivate yeah, it in absolutely. our in our in our hearts, and yeah. and look out for opportunities to do it. I mean, I, I find with anything like this, um, you you can hear all this, and then you're going to go out, and then suddenly there's an opportunity to argue <laughs> yeah, and be yeah, angry yeah, at someone. Yeah, yeah. It will be there, yeah, and then you forget everything, yeah, don't yeah, you? Yeah, but yeah. it's that moment where you've got to. Yeah. take a breath and say no i want reconciliation i want to live in harmony with my brothers and sisters here Absolutely. Uh, where where it's possible for me to do so yeah, yeah. sometimes it's impossible well, that's what paul says he says yeah. as far as it depends on you try yeah. and live at peace with everyone yeah yeah, yeah. as far as it depends on you it yeah. won't always be in your hands no it won't be yeah. no and then yeah. you have to leave it with god yeah yeah well, thank you for listening. Uh, we, uh, we're going to be looking at uh, another part of the Fruit of the Spirit next time, so do join us. We hope you're enjoying this series. Do uh, let us know any, any feedback that you've got, if it's encouraging you or helping you or uh, you want to ask questions about it, then please get in touch with us. And uh, as I said at the beginning, cornerstonechurchkingston.org is the place to go for lots of other resources. Uh, I think I've, well, I, I know I've said before that we, um, that Pete preached through the Fruit of the Spirit some years ago and, uh, and you can get those sermons and um, and uh, so do do make use of all that on our website and we'll uh, see you next time